Hey yo, welcome to the Sports Business Podcast. I am your host, Eric Compton, aka Mr. Town Business. This show is available on all platforms, wherever you get your podcasts at. Go ahead and get hit that like and subscribe button. So whether that's Google, Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, um, we're there. Uh, so go ahead and hit that like, subscribe, tell three people. Go ahead and just give us five stars. If you ain't giving me five stars, man, you're just a J-cat at the end of the day. Um, you can also find us at the Twitterverse at Sports Business. You can also email us at Gmail. You can also find me on the Instagram at Money Compton. So with that being said, man, um, uh, man, uh, I had a usually when I when I come home from my, my regular job, before I come home and start this up, I usually kind of think about my mood and what I'm going to talk about and all that good jazz. And I, I, I create my rundown, not while I'm driving, but. Um, I already have my rundown, um, my, 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 uh, I would say my, 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 my monologue, but, um, I got some sad news and I'm pretty sure anybody who's listened to this podcast knows that I'm a huge wrestling nut. So, um, but you know, whenever I hear sad news, I'm more like, dang, that's, that's sad. And, you know, I, I kind of keep it pushing and kind of, kind of don't really think nothing of it after a while, but this one was kind of different. Um, kind of started hearing news yesterday that um, Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor Ramon, um, wasn't doing too well. He broke his hip and had to get a full-on hip replacement surgery that I guess didn't really go well. He ended up having like three heart attacks yesterday, um, which is crazy to even be able able to stay alive. And I guess his family ended up deciding to pull the plug and um, he passed away this afternoon. Um, But, you know, this one was a little bit different for me. Um, And the reason why is because Every day when I come home and I see my kids, I say, hey, yo, that's usually when I open the door. That's what I say. Um, my daughter and I, our, hand, our, our secret handshake is the NWO too sweet. Um, and I rock a lot of gold because of this man. Um, and also, um, a lot of people don't know this unless you were on my second appointment in Afghanistan. I had a toothpick over my ear and a toothpick in my mouth every single day. To the point where, like, I had senior leadership, like, on my bumper about why do I have a toothpick over my ear, which is out of regulations, as well as having a toothpick in my mouth. But, you know, that was just too much machismo in me. So, um, you know, this one kind of hurts a little bit. Um, you know, it's kind of like a childhood childhood superhero passing away. So, um, Chico, I hope you're resting easy. Um, you lived a hard life, and now you can rest, and I hope your family can carry on your legacy um it's crazy i'm actually going to wrestlemania in a couple of weeks and he was going to be there and that was like the number one person who i wanted to meet so um it's kind of unfortunate that i didn't get the chance to meet him but you know uh he 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 can rest easy now and uh, we know that he's no longer in pain so with that being said um let's get on to the show we got a lot to talk about we got people i guess retiring but not really retiring we got a whole bunch of nfl news um Got a little bit of NBA to talk about, and then we'll definitely get into the dummy of the day. So, um, with that being said, I saw this yesterday, and I was talking to a good friend of mine, and I was like, huh? And that was, I was watching the Celtics, uh, the Boston Celtics against the Dallas Mavericks, and I guess it was KG Day, and apparently um, the Boston Celtics had decided to retire his number. 
I'm sorry, but like KG didn't spend his entire career there. He only played like five or six years in, in Boston. And I get that he had the anything is possible and, and, and they won a championship. I believe their first year they got there. But if you think about it, I was, that's all they did. Like, I know they went to the finals another uh, the year after they won um, and they didn't win in seven games. Uh, you know, one can say that Kendrick Perkins um, not being able to play that last game kind of costed them. But um, I mean, I don't know. Y'all need to email the show at what when do you think is a good time? Like, what's the service dates that you need for a player to retire the jersey? Because I thought it was a little premature. Like, yes, he got them a chip. Um, but he only got him one. Uh, he, he, he only, he didn't play his, in his majority of his career. He didn't play there. It wasn't even half of his career that he played in, um, Boston. So, I mean, yeah, email the show that email the show at sportsbusiness that, uh, at gmail.com. What is a good tenure? Cause I looked at it and I was like, I mean, I guess, and this is why I've been looking at the Boston Celtics. You got cats like Marcus Smart rocking, running around here with 36, looking like he on the Harlem Globetrotters. Jalen Brown with the number seven. Like you got these people with all these weird numbers on here because they just out here retiring every number known to mankind. So I looked at that and I was just like, I guess, uh, but I could have done away with him not be, having his jersey retired. I get Paul Pierce, but are we gonna do Ray Allen too? Ray Allen spent the same amount of time. Um, with the Boston Celtics, so are we gonna? Are we actually? I think spent less time there because he ended up going to Miami. Are they gonna retire his jersey as well? So, I mean, I guess. Uh, 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 I just saw that and I was just like, I don't know about that. I, I I don't know about that at all. Now, if he'd have brought him like two or three championships, yeah, I can make that. That could that could be justifiable. Two championships in in five seasons or something like that, or six seasons that he stayed there. That makes a little bit more sense. But you just coming in there winning that one and. That's really about it. I mean, yeah, I guess, but that's neither here or there. But speaking of retirement and retiring jerseys, yo, I know that person who just bought Tom Brady, who auctioned off Tom Brady's football for $500,000 is big mad today because apparently Tom Brady was retired for 40 days, I believe. I found out that the end of, uh, the Major League Baseball lockout was longer than that. It takes kale, the plant kale, the fruit, the superfood kale. It takes that. It takes that 52 days. So that was that. It takes 52 days for kale to fully grow. So Tom Brady's retirement was very, very brief. I don't even know if I'd call that retirement. I feel like my man just, just, just went on on, on block leave. I think he just took on some. He had some a whole bunch of. He had 23 years worth or 22 years, I believe. This is his 23 23rd season going in. I feel like he had 22 years worth of annual leave that he just wanted to burn. And he just decided to burn them all at once and was like, you know what? I don't want to do nothing football related. I don't want to talk football. I don't want to do nothing. I just want to be sitting on my couch and I don't want to do a, 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 a thing that is related to the National Football League. And I think he felt, I feel like he took about 22 years. He burned all of his leave days and he's getting ready to run it back this year. And it's probably going to be his last year. Um, so Tom Brady coming back, I think that. I think he did a service to the Buccaneers because the NFL draft is less is about a month away, a little more than a month away, about 40 days or so. Um, and now they can focus on what their what their needs are. I know their guard just retired. Um, it looks like uh, Chris Godwin. Um, no telling what they end up doing with him, um, but it helps out the it helps out the team as far as the Buccaneers goes, as far as where they want to go with the draft. Now they don't have to really worry about the quarterback position. Um, they they got that position filled. It's all about now, do you sign Rob Gronkowski to a one-year deal? Because he's a free agent. What about Leonard Fournette? He's a free agent. So it kind of helps the team out to kind of realize that now they don't really have to go into rebuild mode. They can stay in win-now mode. Um, if you think about the Rams against the Buccaneers, that game, it was really just a, 
a lot of injuries that hurt the Buccaneers in the back end. Not to mention their secondary was hurt the entire season. Like they had guys just on, on profile on the sick list the entire year. Like all these guys were hurt. The entire secondary was hurt pretty much at one point to the part point where they had to get Richard Sherman, but he ended up blowing out like a calf uh, during during pregame warmup. So. Um, they just had a, bad, a misfortune of bad luck as far as uh, injuries. Then you have the whole AB fiasco who's out here just quitting quitting his job in the middle of the day, in the middle of the shift. Um, it was just a huge snowball effect. And somehow they almost still came back and almost beat the Rams in that game in the divisional round. So um, if they can stay healthy, that's the key thing is, is, is it is in almost any football setting or any really any sports setting. If you can stay healthy, then you should be Gucci. But um yeah, the Tom Brady one, I mean, I wouldn't even call it every time. My man just burned up a whole bunch of annual leave, so he's back. But uh, there's a whole lot of other NFL news. I was in, as you all knew last week, I was in Colorado, um, and I flew back that morning, the following morning. I get on the airplane, and I'm looking at the ticker. It says that Aaron Rodgers decides to stay with Green Bay. I'm like, okay, yeah. And usually when I'm on, when I'm traveling, I'll try to catch the Wi-Fi and try to still keep up with what's going on in the world and whatnot, especially in the today, in the climate that we're in right now, um, with everything going on, not only just in the sporting world, but in, in the national, in, in, the, in, the, in the entire world as well. So about halfway through the flight, the Wi-Fi is tripping, like it just ain't cutting on. So I was just like, all right, whatever. Like, I'll just watch whatever's on my iPad. And halfway through the flight, finally, the Wi-Fi starts working. And I turn on ESPN or it was either ESPN or the NFL Network. And somehow Russell Wilson is now the quarterback of the Denver Broncos. What? Like, how did that just happen in the middle of like in, in, the, in the span of 30 minutes? So you got Russell Wilson, who's now a Bronco. Um which makes the Raiders probably the worst team in the division, which they probably were already. But I feel like the Raiders haven't done a single thing um, this free agency at all. Like uh, the Chargers, they've been able to get uh, J.C. Jackson, the all-pro cornerback, who was like second in second in interceptions. Um, they were able to keep Mike Williams. Like the, the Chargers have been making moves, it looks like. The Broncos, they're, they're trying to rebuff up uh, their running game. Um, they were really a quarterback away from probably being a good team. I mean, Kansas City's Kansas City there, so they're probably running it, bringing everybody back as well. I know they're still trying to figure out what they're going to do with Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger. They still got a couple of missing pieces, but they're probably still the best team in the division. But I'm looking at the Raiders like, what y'all doing? Like, y'all don't have a receiver. Um, y'all don't have any DBs, really, outside of Casey Hayward. And you still need somewhat of a, an interior defensive lineman. So the Raiders are still sitting on their butts, per usual, not doing a damn thing. And I'm pretty sure, I'm, from what I'm hearing, that this isn't a stacked draft. Um, this is going to be a draft where you're going to just be able to get depth. I don't really know if that you're going to get a lot of stars outside of the Ohio State receiver, the big old boy, uh, the Georgia dude, the big D lineman, uh, who's like 380 pounds is out here running like a faux faux or a faux faux or something like that. So, um, we'll see what ends up happening with, with that. But yeah, this is, you got that. And then you have this whole Deshaun Watson thing where now he's, he won't be criminally charged, but you know, everyone kind of feels like that's a win for Deshaun Watson. I mean, it is, but he's still got 22 civil cases uh, that are up against him. Um, depending on how that goes, he can still probably more than likely will face a league suspension. Um, depending on how that goes. Um, uh, and if, if that goes, then if, and if he does get suspended, then how long is he going to be suspended for? Is it going to be four games, six games, eight games? An entire year so and I know that he has requested permission to speak to I believe the Saints and the Eagles 
from my sources, I'm hearing the Eagles AA are the front leading team or the front go-getter right now in the Sean Watson sweepstakes. I'm also hearing that Seattle is no longer in pursuit of Deshaun Watson, even though I feel like they have the most assets to give to Houston. Um, so I, I, I don't know. Um, but Deshaun Watson is a, tri- is a tricky situation because you're probably about to give up the farm and you're probably not to mention he didn't play last year and now he's probably going to miss more time this year um barring a miracle i, I think he's going to get at a minimum four games um i could see six um but i think he's going to get at a minimum uh four games um so now you're listening you're missing about a third of your season um or yeah about a third of your or, or quarter of your season a fourth of your season um and is it really worth it being the fact that will he sign in? So my thing is, if you trade for Deshaun Watson, do you get a long-term contract out of him afterwards? I don't know, um, especially going to a team like Philly. Um, that's going to be really, really interesting being the fact that they don't really have receivers. Um, and Philly's just a weird scenario. It's just a weird thing. Um, the Saints, yeah, you put Deshaun Watson down there. They, they didn't win down mode. Like, they're, they're, in a, they're in a trust. Well, you know, outside of the Bucks, they're they're gonna be able to they're gonna be able to compete for a championship. So that that's that's very very interesting. I, I me personally, I don't. I mean, he is a generational player, but he's got a lot of baggage, and the baggage we don't even know if it's cleared up yet. Like that's the part where it's even more trickier is that we don't know what's gonna end up happening to Sean Watson even after all of this clears out. How long is he gonna be suspended? What does Roger Goodell plan on doing? So. It's, it's, it's a tough one, but, um, um, you know, if the, if the team wants to give up the farm to the, to the Texans, I, I don't blame them. Um, and if they're willing to roll with it, I, I get it. it. It makes total sense. So, um, we'll see what ends up happening with that, but I, I don't know if I would do, I, I don't know if I would pull the trigger, but that's why I get paid to analyze the stuff and I don't get paid to make that stuff happen. So, um, we'll go from there. Now we're just transitioning from football into basketball. Um, the playoffs are starting to heat up. We got a lot of basketball to talk about, but um, I saw something the other day, last Thursday. It was last Thursday. I saw, I believe it was the Brooklyn Nets against the Philadelphia 76ers. And there were so many subplots about that game. It was Ben Simmons' return to Philly, even though he didn't play. Let me tell you about that scenario real quick. Um, ben Simmons is the type of dude that'll get jumped Go call his home. That he'll go back to the hood. Go call his big bros up and his, and his partners and whatnot. They'll go back and find the people that jumped him and let the people let his let his partners and his homies do all the dirty work while he's sitting on the side cheering them on. Because that's exactly what it looked like to me. Like Ben Simmons, if anytime you needed to get up off your shoulders and actually play, it was last Thursday, bro. And I don't. I, the optics just look bad. That you pretty much don't sit on the sideline the entire time. But you want to sit on the sidelines of this game where the Nets obliterated the Sixers like this. I think they lost by like 30, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you had that subplot. Then you had the whole um, James Harden going against his old team. And he 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 does per James Harden just doesn't. He has a terrible game in the biggest moments. You had Joel Embiid, who I mean, he kind of he kind of got, you know, fluff numbers and kind of was able to inflate his numbers a little bit towards the end, but it wasn't a great MVP-esque Joel Embiid game. Um, and, I, and, and so, and, and, and you know, now you had KD at the end, you know, talking cash, 
You know, we we embraced uh, Ben Simmons. How are you going to embrace somebody that you don't even know what you're getting out of? I mean, you can see what you're getting out of. You can see what he's doing in practice, but you don't know what you're getting until you play actual real NBA minutes. My man hasn't played in damn near a year. Like, it's been about 11 months and some change, practically, um, since we last saw Ben Simmons play. So what you talking about that, you know, we, we, we play for you? Whatever. Then you got the whole number 11 situation where, you know, he's cooking people when he's able to play, but he ain't able to play in every game. So there was a lot to unpack right there in the span of just three minutes that I probably just talked about this game. But the number one thing that kind of took me away was, yes, James Harden played like doo-doo. And I get it that anytime he has a big moment game, he's just not going to show up. But I like to look into it another aspect of things. As long as Glenn Rivers is the coach of the Philadelphia 76ers, I don't see the seeing them boys winning a damn thing. Glenn Rivers is probably the most, the one of the biggest choke artists in the game of basketball. And it has been shown that he does not know how to make in-game adjustments. It has also been shown that he does not know how to make in-series adjustments. And you have a talent like Joel Embiid and James Harden that he's probably going to poo-poo away again this year. If I am Daryl Morey, I'm pretty sure that if Glenn Rivers is not able to get them to the promised land this year, He's going to be on the hot. Like, he's he's probably coaching for his job. And why this man keeps getting second chances, I don't know. If you can honestly ask me what he's done um, outside of that gimme championship that I talked about earlier on the podcast with Boston, he hasn't done a damn thing. Um, He couldn't get the job done with Dwight Howard in Orlando. I think Stan Stan Van Gundy comes in the very next year and he gets him to the finals. He didn't do a damn thing with the uh, Clippers, you know, lob city my butt. Like, yeah, they were they were cute. But if you look at what they've done, you take Chris Paul away. What has Blake Griffin done since he left the uh, Clippers? What is du- uh, Dwight or not Dwight Howard? Um, what's my man's name that just be running up and down the court all the time and just don't get no exercise? Um, he just played for the Lakers last. Oh, DeAndre Jordan. All he do is just get it. He, all he's been doing when he went to Dallas, Brooklyn, and L.A., was just run up and down the court and just get exercise. He hasn't done anything. He's just a 24-hour fitness guy to just be going up and down the court, grabbing a couple of boards. That's it. Doesn't do anything impactful. Um, so if you look at Glenn Rivers as a total, as a as a overall sample, he hasn't done a thing. He he's probably one of the biggest choke artists. So um, I'm pretty sure his voice will go out before his uh, coaching schemes does. So as long as Glenn Rivers is the coach, I don't see the Philadelphia 76ers getting far. Like Dr. J ain't walking through that door. Uh, Larry Brown ain't walking through that door. Moses Malone ain't working through that door, neither is Chuck Charles Barkley. So these guys need to figure it out because right now this is probably going to go down as a disappointment. And right now I'm looking at a trade where, yeah, James Harden is balling, but, you know, it's it's kind of a net zero. Like, I don't know if either one of these teams won. And now you got number 11 who's out here. I don't know why I talk about this dude all the time. Like, he's almost free rent space in my in my head. But you got KD out here calling out the Mayor Eric Adams of New York City saying that this, the mandates don't make sense, which he's right. He's a thousand percent correct. But my man, number 11, you've had since the season started in practically Halloween. So you had pretty much six months, yeah, almost six months, even before then. You've had preseason and all that good jazz. You've had practically almost six months to do enough research to figure out what you wanted to do as far as getting this vaccine, you still haven't chosen. The only person that can fix this stupid, crazy, wacky mandate is number 11. He can change this whole outcome. You know, the city, I guess, says that public private sectors still have to they, they still have to be vaccinated to to be employed. But number 11 can show up and be a spectator, which to me, 
yesterday, that all in all made it seem like it was bigger than what it needed to be. Like, I get it. I've been to a thousand basketball. I've been to a thousand sporting events. I go to all different types of sporting events a year. Most times, the A-list celebrities won't show up. Most cases, they won't show up until the mid to late first quarter. My man don't show up to damn near halftime, okay? He don't show up to damn near halftime, and, and, and the camera's panning on him. Um, his entourage is wearing masks, but he's not wearing masks, but he's got this whole thing about look at me, look at me, look at me. I mean, it, it's just not a good look. Um, but at the end of the day, number 11, you know, he going to do what he wanted to do, but he can always change his outcome. And so it's all on him. Um, do I see this? You know, one thing you don't want to do is piss off politicians. So now you got KD out here calling out the mayor. If I'm the mayor, I'm like, you know what, bro? Let me just make this to the point where he can't even show up to arenas. Like, you know, the mayor, can, the mayor and the governor can, can lay down the law even harder than what it needs to be. Um, so for, for KD to be poking a bear of a politician, it's not a good idea. Um, and it's just not a bad, it's just a bad look all the way together. Like, yes, we understand that the laws and the mandates are uniquely different around compared to any other places in the country, but this is what you, this is the price that you pay. You know, this is is the price that you pay. Um, you didn't want to get the vaccine. You can change, you can change your outcome today. All you got to do is stick your left or your right arm out. You know, get the shot and keep it pushing. Like, what are you? Are you scared? Of, is, is he scared of needles? Like, I mean, I mean, it's gotten to the point where I feel like if you haven't gotten a shot by now, I mean, it, it ain't even no point of even talking about it. Um, and you're just gonna stand by it, which, like I said, I get it. But, yo, side note, do they even still got vaccines? Like, I mean, are vaccines? They, are they gonna have to go back in the back and find some expired ones, or you know, find 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 ones that are good? Because if you haven't gotten a vaccine by now. I think it's chalk to the game. Like, I don't think they're making any more vaccines at this point. So, um, we'll see what ends up happening. But, yeah, number 11, you doing this to yourself, man. Like, you putting on bad juju. Now that Brooklyn Nets got fine because you were a spectator and you went into the locker room. Come on, dog. Like, <laughs> come on, man. You knew what you knew what you was doing. You knew exactly what you was doing. And I tell this to everyone else. Everyone's like, well, why you be on number 11's case? Because my man has a full resume of just dumb stuff that he's done. His entire career, everywhere he's gone, he's just done dumb stuff. He thinks he's smarter than everyone. He thinks he's better than everyone. Well, how did that turn out when you left Cleveland because you didn't want to be the second fiddle to LeBron? You go to Boston and damn near ruin that relationship, ruin that uh, franchise. And now you go to Brooklyn, you practically almost did that as well. You're practically doing it now, um, where you you just you just you just you just like to sabotage things, man. Um, my thing is, if this was anybody else, I don't think it would be a big deal. Like it's you know Andrew Wiggins. He went through the same, um, he was going through the same ordeal that uh, number 11 was going through with San Francisco. It was like, yo, you got to get vaccinated or you can't play. You know, and, and to Andrew Wiggins, you know, beliefs and whatever it was, and he was able to think about his team and his family and whatnot, that he, he set his pride to the side and he ended up getting the shot. Um, and, and it worked out for him. He had a career, he's having a career year, all-star starter. And, you know, the Warriors are deep, you know, might make a deep run in the playoffs. So, you know, there's all these other different intricates that take place, but it just never happens. Um, and, and, and and number 11, I mean, he's just doing a disservice to himself and not only as himself, but to his teammates. And I'm just looking at Katie like, damn, dog, you about to get let down again. Like, we don't know what Ben Simmons is looking like. We don't even know if he's going to play this year. 
Number 11, I don't even think he can travel to, to Toronto if the playing game started today. Um, so, you know, like, dang, number, like, KD, how much longer can you be loyal to somebody who keeps burning you like a bad STD? Like, how much longer are you just going to keep allowing yourself to get done in like this? It just doesn't make any sense to me. So, you know, we got to, I think they said they have only four more games and the number 11 can play eligible as far as he's eligible to play, which are all on the road right now. So I think four out of the next 14, they're on the road and everything else is at home. So good luck with that. And in the one game playing game, especially if you're in Toronto where you're not going to have all your full arsenal, you don't know what's going to end up happening. You can't sit there and say that they're going to make it past the playing game. But if they do, I mean, you got Miami against Brooklyn. I mean, maybe they might be able to win. Um, you know, even Milwaukee, Philly, or Miami, you gonna play one of them boys in the first round? That's that's a tough ask. That's a tough ask on either one of those teams. So we'll see. But uh, you know, KD out here calling out the mayor is just come on, man. Like you need to be calling out your boy if anything. And to me, you're not a true friend or a true teammate. Um, you know, to, to be able to just keep allowing this to happen. You're in, at this point, I feel like you're in, everyone's enabling this dude, but nobody wants to face, nobody wants to talk and nobody wants to keep it a buck and say, Hey, you've had all of these different options. And the option was just to be able to suck it up. Just like a lot of us had to do and just get the shot, you know? So that's neither here or there, but, uh, yo, Draymond Green's coming back tonight, y'all against the Washington Wizards. So, uh, everyone to all these theories that, the Warriors have been playing like doo-doo, even though they've won, I think, three in a row finally. Um, that Draymond's back and that, you know, he'll 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 be able to fix everything. We'll we'll test that. We'll 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 see how that test comes out because I'm still looking at yes, Draymond Green is the heart and soul of the team. Yes, Draymond Green is the quarterback for that team. Yes, Draymond Green is a lot, but he isn't seven feet tall either. Um, and I don't know what the hell is going on with James Wiseman. Like, there were reports that he was going to come back in January around the same time as Clay. There were reports that he was going to come back after the All-Star break, like, right after. I mean, damn, it's already March 15th, and he still didn't play. Like, this is, like, a lot of people aren't talking about this James Wiseman thing, but, yo, like, this was a torn meniscus. This wasn't, like, a torn ACL, and I don't understand why this has been taking so much longer than what it needed to be. And this is starting to become a huge red flag to me because the Warriors already don't have enough size. And now you're bringing a guy who's only played, I believe, two or three games in his college career and played about 30-some games in his professional career. And then you're going to throw him in in late uh, late March, early April to get some NBA games and then throw him into the playoffs? That's not a good comment. That's not a good mixture as far as seeing what you got. And this is why I was big on trading him away and trading away and getting a big, a big established person, a big man. Um, because we don't know, like James uh, James Wiseman right now is a box of Crocker Jacks. We don't know what we're going to get. Um, and when people start realizing that this man hasn't played in practically almost a, a year, I mean, it's just, uh, you don't, you can't throw him in in a, in a time like this when the Warriors are in win now and you expect this dude to just be able to just ball out. Especially the way with Kevon Looney has been, you know, he lacks size, but he's been having a great, great year. So I don't know what the hell's going on with James Wiseman. To me, this is a huge, this is alarming. Um, it is a big deal. And I don't understand why no one's really talked about this except for me. Um, but it, it's been it's been far too long for me to, you know, I'm almost starting to willing to give up hope on James Wiseman. I feel like the Warriors should have made a run for Boogie Cousins for another 10-day contract or even try to get uh, Mr. 24-Hour Fitness himself, DeAndre Jordan, just to sit there and, and take up some time and, and get some size up in there because they're lacking size big time right now. So 
Um, we'll see what ends up happening with that. But yeah, Draymond's back this tonight. He plays against the Wizards. They're on a minutes restriction, I believe. I think they said 24 to 28 minutes is what he'll be on. Um, so we'll see what ends up happening with that. Um, and hopefully that is something that they can get on their winning winning ways because Draymond, Clay, and Steph haven't played in almost three years. So it's tired. It's, it'll be nice to them. It'll be nice to see how they end up uh, coming along with that. So with that being said, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Um, this show, um, for me, has been a great show. Um, but before we dip up out of here, we got to talk about the dummy of the day. Um, I saw this last week, and I was just like, what is she talking about? And that would be one Kim Kardashian. And I know her, Kanye, and what's this weird dude's name, Pete Davidson? There's all been the, all been in the news about some weird entanglement that they got going on. But this has nothing to do with that. Um, I feel like that itself has its own um it's it's a it's a lasagna full of things where you can pull each layer back and find even more things to cringe about but that whole love triangle is it's a hot mess but she said something last week um they got people riled up and i kind of had me kind of tripping like what is she talking about um and that was last week she stated that uh Women need to just shut up and get get over it and go back to work about all the job all the job uh, changes and, and things like that. But uh, she wanted she basically said that. Uh, let me see what if I get this right. According to NBCNews.com, um, she told she told women to get up and go to work um, over her suggestion that women in business should hustle harder. Um, yo, Kim Kardashian, man, yo, my man or my girl. Um, you made your big break on two things. One, your pops was like BFFs with one Ornthal James Simpson, aka OJ uh, Simpson, who was like the front leading l- uh, lawyer uh, for the Nicole Brown Simpson case. That was one reason why you were kind of already well off. Like you was rich before you was rich. Number two, we didn't really know who the hell you was until you came out with an adult film with Ray J. Um, so I got questions like you was low key a an adult adult film star like that's that's how i found out about you honestly um so i need to know what like work means for you are you telling females that they can get work by doing what you did because your path to success was you know making pornos um if we keep it in the buck um so you know you you know the, the, the that's one entity of people where I would just never understand is why are they famous because they really haven't done anything and I get that she's kind of starting to use her platform to be a little bit more better than what she has been in the past but in a family full of high a family full of just crazy people and just doing outlandish things and ruining people's lives um, you know for you to just say get up and, and get up off your butts and go to work you sound a little um your entitlement showing a little bit too much there. Um, not to mention that you probably don't ever have to work another day in your life if you're probably getting about fifty to sixty thousand dollars a month in child support from one Mr. West. Um, at that, so we're not going to go there. But for you, it just sounds very, very hypocritical. But for me, I need to know what type of work you're talking about that these people need to be doing. Define work, because I got a whole lot of questions about what work is in your eyes. But. Uh, Miss Kardashian and I know you got a whole lot of other stuff that you need to be worried about right now you definitely deserve the sports business podcast dummy of the day um outside of that 
Um, we're going to run it back next week. I hope everyone's enjoyed the show. Once again, my name is Eric Compton, a.k.a. Money Compton, a.k.a. Mr. Town Business. Um, the show is available on all platforms. Like I said, uh, like, uh, give us a like, thumbs up, subscribe to us. Um, give us five stars, anything other than that. You're just a bona fide J-Cat. Um, you can find us on Sports Business, S-P-O-R-T-Z-B-I-Z-N-E-S-S at gmail.com, as well as the World Wide Web. Other than that, be safe, uh, love one another, and we'll run it back next week. We're out.